This show is part of the RetroZap.com podcast network. And welcome everybody to a special episode of the Animaniacast. Welcome once again to the Animaniacast. We are the podcast that is dedicated to the animated series, The Animaniacs. Here we explore the series, episode by episode, revisiting all of the cultural references and gags, and in the end, we give each episode a water tower rating. Today's episode, however, is a little bit different. We'll get to that in a minute. I am Joey, and joining me are my co-hosts, Nathan. Help me, I've fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> and Kelly. Hello. Well, in today's episode, we have some special audio that Nathan and I recorded uh, talking about Phoenix Comic Con. Comic Con! Because we just went there uh, last Memorial Day, and uh, we got to not only reflect upon our experience and our fun trip over there, but we also discuss and review issue number two of the Animaniacs classic comic book from 1995. So mm. there you go. With a comic book, which, by the way, as soon as we stopped recording, I accidentally ripped the cover off of. Good job, Joey. Yeah. <laughs> it was mint condition and ruined now. But, <laughs> but before we go into that special audio for today, we have Animaniacs News. Nathan, hit us with the Animaniacs News theme song. Beep, 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 news for the Animaniacs. Ding, 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 boom, boom, boom. That's right. <laughs> because on May 30th, just a few days uh, ago, we suddenly got uh, some interesting tweets. I was getting these tweets from our listeners saying, hey, did you hear about this? Did you hear about this? Did you hear about this? And I was like, what is going no, on? No, 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 no. <laughs> and I turned off my phone, <laughs> threw it at the wall, and went back to and sleep. And then finally today, Joey looked. <laughs> <laughs> no, everyone was tweeting me because it uh, there was rumors from IndieWire and, the, of course, that report was later essentially copied and pasted by many other people as well, mm -hmm. talking about the possibility of talks with Steven Spielberg and Warner Brothers executives about an Animaniacs reboot. What? <laughs> so that was kind of it was very ironic because we were just putting out a poll. Which may be the reason why. Oh, yes. <laughs> We're going to take complete credit for this reboot uh, happening in the first place because we had just posted the poll saying if Animaniacs comes back, how would you like to see it come back? Mm -hmm. And so then obviously IndieWire saw that. And I did put attention Amblin Entertainment and Warner Brothers on the tweet. So mm -hmm. I think they did. And then they immediately went into a studio room yeah. and said, this is how we got to do it. Because this podcast, which we all listen to obviously is fantastic mm -hmm. and the next thing you know uh i i'm getting calls from steven spielberg uh -huh. really hey, nice hey, yeah. well yeah oh no yeah he talked to nathan oh yeah and hey, then we're we like there's also kelly but like we didn't want yeah we, we knew kelly you wouldn't really care to talk to him so we yeah just we were said, saying like kelly's not that big of a spielberg fan so <laughs> <laughs> this all I happened say, like y'all everybody needs to be tweeting amblin like you know <laughs> Get me to meet Steven. 
<laughs> yeah, forget an Animaniacs reboot. Yeah. Let's just tweet. <laughs> you know, Spielberg meet Kelly. Yeah, at I Yoda Princess. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love Yes, we all know. <laughs> We're teasing. Uh, <laughs> but um, so guys, what do you think? Um, I have my own my own thoughts on this, which I kind of shared on our Facebook page a little bit. Mm-hmm. But what do you guys think? First of all, are you excited about these rumors? Do you think they're true? Uh, what would you guys like to see in an Animaniacs reboot? Uh, Kelly, let's start with you. Well, I mean, if, if Spielberg is involved, I'm I'm encouraged. You know, I'm a full supporter of him. So, you know, uh, he's awesome. But <laughs> I, I don't know. It's. I've I've found that, you know, things are never as good as you remember them being, really. Mm -hmm. And so humor is a little bit different now than it was when Animaniacs came out. And, you know, I think um, uh, I just don't know if if it would be as effective Uh as it was. Um, And and we all watched it at a different point in our lives. You know, of course, we were all younger, um, unless, unless the new audience is catching on Netflix and and really liking it. So um I think it would it would be cool, but it's never going to be the way it is never going to feel the way it felt when, you know, I first discovered Animaniacs and and fell in love with the show. It's mm-hmm. I don't think it'll recapture like that particular magic for me. Um but that's not to say it wouldn't be a good show it, and that it wouldn't be funny and if you can bring all the same talent back together, I mean I I think certainly it could be a hit. Um but for for people wanting to like relive their their childhood or something through it, I I, don't, I just don't think the feeling's going to be there. And it's um it's like when you see a lot of movies that come out, um, maybe sequels that come out long after the original came out or or something like that. It's and how a lot of people feel about Star Wars. Like yeah, the new movies are are great and mm-hmm. they're, they're awesome, but it's hard to recapture. Like, because I came up when the original trilogy was the only Star Wars movies that were out, and it's hard to recapture that particular level of of magic, um, just because you're in a different place in your life, right? Is when you first are introduced to it. So, um, but for a new audience or or for people who you know just want to enjoy it for what it is, um, I think I think it would be cool if if they can get all the same people back. Yes, uh, Nathan, what do you think? I think it could be good, um, but it also could be so terrible. So it's, <laughs> <laughs> it could be like a, uh, it could be okay, or it could be terrible. I guess would be the yeah. The, I was really ex- a lot of things that would have to go perfect. Yeah, I was really excited about the Powerpuff Girls when they were gonna. Mm-hmm. They announced, oh, they're coming back, and yeah. and uh, but unfortunately, like I watched like the first episode or two, and I don't think. I may be wrong, but I don't think Craig McCracken came back as like executive producer. Hmm. The all the Powerpuff Girls were voiced by different people, which really, which doesn't necessarily bother me. But what did bother me was the fact I don't even think they went to the original actresses and asked them like, "Hey, we're redoing this," Uh, and and why? My guess is because they realized they would have to pay them more money than they did originally. So, uh, you know, this is an intellectual property of Warner Brothers and Amblin. And unfortunately, what often happens in this in this time, I mean, reboots are incredibly popular, whether it's DuckTales, Powerpuff Girls, Futurama. 
<laughs> Futurama, I will take that. Was that. A good one. That was it. Was rebooted and well. Yeah. Um, Sailor Sailor Moon got rebooted. Oh yeah. Yeah, so you know, oh, and even like movies like Voltron, some, but some of them rebooted. aren't. It's true, Voltron came I back. Like that. We're in a, we are it's in a... an atmosphere right now of reboots, and why? It's because all those kids that were, you know, kids in the eighties and nineties are now adults with kids, and they still like the same stuff they liked before, yeah. and they can, you know, it's it's so funny because. You know, our dad used to show us Rocky and Bullwinkle, like you know, mm-hmm. and they would just show the reruns on Nickelodeon. Nobody, what nobody ever thought, let's reboot Rocky and Bullwinkle. Well, I guess they did a couple times in movies, too, yeah. but really, yeah, wasn't there a movie? Yeah, there was, was but it never went anywhere. But that was how that was too, the but... old thinking of how do you reboot it? You make a movie, yeah. Right? Let's right? do a live action Animaniacs movie. Yeah, well, you know what? <sighs> no, uh, <laughs> I would like an, a live action Pinky in the Brain, uh, based upon kind of. Uh, Kind mm. of like, kind of like how they did this the first couple Smurfs movies, but do it good. Um, yeah. But anyway, that, could be that would that would be good. But anyway, um, they, this is what they need to do. And it's like Kelly said, you got to get the original voices back. Mm-hmm. Nathan Ruger as Skippy. Oh yes, Nathan Ruger as Skippy. You, you, <laughs> you pitch that voice up a lot, and he'll be perfect. Uh, no, but you know, obviously we have to have. Uh, Rob Paulson, Tress McNeil, and Jess Harnell. We have to have those three, and, and Maurice LaMarche, mm-hmm. uh, among others. Yeah, I, mean, I would want to see Nathan Ruger as someone, but maybe not. E- exactly. I, I would love to have Nathan Ruger <laughs> in the cast as, as a character. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you know, maybe, I don't know, just some, something, right? Yeah. Here's the, here's the thing of caution that I, I put, and this is why it is a rumor, and this is not... Some people are saying, it's coming back. I've seen some... Yeah, uh, some clickbaity uh, title saying Animaniacs is coming back in a new rebooted series. Click here, and it just basically says what IndieWire says, which is rumors are. Yeah, Steven so, Spielberg talked to the Animaniacast, and yes, no, has got their permission. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, he needs our permission. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, but. This is uh, this is the main thing we need to do, folks. If you're if you're listening and you're and you're like, hey, I want to make sure that you know I agree with Nathan, Joey, and Kelly. When I hope you do, <laughs> this is what you need to do. Number one, I would not waste my time with any online petitions. Those are fine, I, I guess. If you want, if you just want to do it for fun, that then great. But don't think that you're going to necessarily change you know policies through online petitions mm-hmm. um what, what you can do is number one if you if you can tweet go ahead and tweet that's always hey whatever you can at amblin entertainment yeah. and warner brothers entertainment uh let them know what you think but the the most important thing is really to uh get your pen out to get your pen and paper out <laughs> or at least type up a letter and yeah. print it up and mail a physical letter to Amblin Entertainment and to Warner Brothers. And I will, as soon as possible, as soon as I find the best address as possible, mm-hmm. I'm going to post them up on our Facebook page. So that way you can write to the executives and let them know exactly what you think. That, you know, this needs the original voices, this needs the original uh, production crew as much as possible, and, the you know, including writers and everything, too. These are all people that are still around, still working, and uh, some of them have moved on to, to other projects, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean they can't still work on Animaniacs in at least a, some capacity. I'd just like to add, um, while you're taking the effort and time to write letters to Amblin Entertainment, please add P.S. 
Kelly wants to meet Steven Spielberg. Thank you. <laughs> you don't need to say Kelly. You know, just say can, Kelly. Yeah, They'll just know Kelly. who you're talking about. <laughs> oh, like, oh, that Kelly. No. <laughs> yeah, actually, Kelly, I'll I'll post the the up uh, on Amblin Entertainment's website. It actually says if you'd like to write a letter to Steven Spielberg, here's the address you put. Uh, so I will post that oh. up. So. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, it's oh yeah, it's now you know. Oh. Okay, Kelly is going Kelly. to the Amblin Entertainment website right now. Spielberg's gonna get so many letters. <laughs> Dear Steven, you're today so was cool. a great day. It's just going day by day. <laughs> today I ate some soup. <laughs> I thought of you. I thought of you. <laughs> I watched your movie. <laughs> Talk to you tomorrow. So love Kelly. <laughs> so yeah, as I was saying, this is rumors right now. I mean, for uh, from all I've seen, Nathan Ruger, uh, voice of Skippy, who is right now working at the Warner Brothers a lot on an mm-hmm. unrelated project, was just as shocked as everyone else <laughs> online that wait, there's an Animaniacs reboot going on, and I'm and I'm working on the Warner Brothers a lot. What year is this? <laughs> um, uh, and and Tom Ruger as well. You know, did post a little bit uh, an article from even Germany uh, talking about the Animaniacs re- reboot and made sure to say these are just rumors. Like he doesn't necessarily even know anything either. Yeah. So it might be in such its infancy stage that it could go one way or the other. Um, you know, one of the best things to do is to you know keep talking about Animaniacs. If anything. Just keep doing what you're doing, folks. Yeah, if you're just talking about Animaniacs, and... if you're listening to our podcast, listen and share. <laughs> I don't know. But even I see people on forums. I see people posting stuff on Twitter just about Animaniacs. The more interest that you show, the fun codes that were out, the, those have been very popular. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I remember when it started airing on Netflix, everyone was just so excited. Oh, yeah. Including me, even though I own the DVD. Yeah. I like, yes, I watch Animaniacs even more. Exactly. So it, it's all good. I mean, it's it's a... Anyway, I'll have those I'll have those addresses up on the Facebook page for everyone to see. And if you feel like uh, you'd like to write a letter, a polite, professional letter <laughs> to the uh, the executives over at Warner Brothers and Amblin, uh, then we encourage you to do so to make your voice heard. Well, now that we got that news out of the way, mm-hmm. let's go ahead and flash on over to us, Nathan and Joey, <laughs> yes. talking about Phoenix Comic Con. Oh, I can't wait. Well, Nathan and I are here, and we are back from Phoenix Comic-Con. And we just spent uh, the weekend up there, last yeah. Memorial Day weekend over there. Uh, we saw quite a bit of stuff. You know, Nathan, what were some of your highlights? Uh, Alan Tudyk was very cool. Yeah, you got um, to see him. Karen Gillan. Is that a Gill- Gillian? Oh, yeah, the from, uh, uh, I believe that's how you say it, from Doctor yeah, Who and Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, I don't know how you <laughs> how say she it, says it. You saw, she... you saw her panel as well? Yes, yeah. So both of them were very fun. Uh-huh. Uh, I think those were the highlights for me. Yeah, I got, uh, for me, my highlights were um, 
Well, number one, we did a, a panel mm-hmm. for for I'm, that wasn't one of your highlights, Nathan. Jeez, whatever. No. <laughs> you see that enough. You've Sorry, seen, you've seen that kind of stuff before. You're not famous enough. Ah, uh, okay. Well, anyway, just <laughs> that uh, guy from the animated show. <laughs> well, anyway, so that was obviously a highlight. Doing that panel, uh, we did a Star Wars panel with uh, my friends Jason and Kyle. Uh, Jason from The Wampa's Lair and Kyle from Star Wars The Saga Continues podcasts. And then, you know, we kind of just walked around and did our thing and just kind of, you know, checked the floor and uh, got to see a bunch of stuff. You know, I almost bought, I spent about 10 minutes going through Animaniacs uh, and Tiny Toon uh, Happy Meal toys. Remember <laughs> yeah. that? And there's like, like $5. I was like, I was willing to give like five bucks because let's be honest folks we all know they're not i mean they were just sitting in a giant bin he yeah. just had this huge tupperware container filled with these and not organized at all i was just like digging my hands through these it was it was crazy there were probably a ton more there was hundreds and hundreds of oh them. yeah this is a huge tupperware container and then when i finally got them out i said okay i'll have these eight because you know nathan and jason are there like looking over my shoulder like come on joey let's go and i'm like okay 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 uh i had five bucks cash in my hand like how about these? I think I had eight, maybe. It was like eight for five bucks, yeah, or maybe like, even ten bucks. I forget what I, I offered. But he was like, this, these are here for two dollars each, and this is here. I'm like, oh, okay, nope. Yeah, and I was like, these are like worth 50 cents each. It, they they like. really were. But, you know, whatever. They I just let them go back into the bin, and yeah. maybe okay. we'll see them next year. Who knows? <laughs> or not, because whatever. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they're not. It's, I know. It's like, what am I going to do with them? Put them on the shelf, put them away, and just have more stuff. It's yeah, like, exactly. It's more things. But I did not make it to uh, the the con on the last day on Sunday. Wow. But and that's where Nathan got to see like the Karen Gillan and uh, Ellen Tudyk uh, panels and stuff like that. But I did give Nathan an assignment. I said, Nathan, if you see those Pinky in the Brain Funkos, here's twenty <laughs> bucks. You see if you can get me those Pinky in the Brain Funkos, and he did. Yeah, I was thinking of just running away with the twenty dollars. Oh, but. you're like I lost it. <laughs> so right here we have Pinky and the Brain, and uh, they look awesome. I'm not going to really worry about doing too much of a of a review right now because we we've seen these pictures online. I mean, they, they, they look, look like the picture, guys. Yeah, they look really <laughs> cool. And yes. uh, to get both for twenty bucks is a pretty good deal because some people were uh, selling them for like fifteen. Fifteen each was uh, someone else I tried to get. And I was like, nope. Yeah. So yeah, I got a, a nice deal with these two. So there, there we go. I've I've completed my Animaniacs uh, Funko collection mm-hmm. so far. So far. We'll so see far. <laughs> well, let's see what else they do. Well, you know, I guess the big news to come from Comic Con, however, was actually nothing that was necessarily good news however before we even got there yeah exactly it was on what thursday i think it was on the very first day of the con uh a gentleman and i use the word gentleman very loosely uh (laughs) came into the con with a duffel bag he was able to get like avoid the police and everything Mm -hmm. he got into the con with a bunch of weapons and and was there to yeah like a shotgun and handguns and knives and throwing stars and And body armor oh yeah and he was wearing body armor and luckily the the police were able to you know take care of this take care of him very quickly arrest him you know took him down and and got him arrested and yeah yeah he he got booked for i believe attempted murder or something because yeah because 
gosh, you don't go to a place like that. He's going to do. He was posting online and saying, "I'm going to do all this. I'm going to kill these cops and everything like that." Well, because of that crazy man, mm-hmm. there was a weapons, a prop weapons ban yeah. at Phoenix Comic Con the entire weekend. So what ended up happening was there on Friday, especially there were incredibly long lines to get into the con mm-hmm. uh, because they had to wand everybody and check bags and. I'm assuming probably turned a lot of people away. Yeah, that, I'm guessing there were people there with lightsabers that were like, yeah. I can't bring my lightsaber. Oh yeah, there's a whole other thing too with the yeah. with the whole lightsaber uh what is that? I forgot that saber company. Mm-hmm. But they were being jerks to the the people at the con too. So a lot of drama at yeah. the at the con this year. Uh but despite all of that, I I had a good time. I mean it was it was everyone around yeah. seemed to be <clears throat> taking it with stride and uh yeah and people were being creative with their weapon like oh yeah totally yeah which was fun to see i saw an imperial uh death trooper walking around with a banana for mm-hmm. a gun uh so he kind of looked like in lego like you can yeah, have a banana yeah. as a gun for sometimes so in the lego games so it was kind of funny to see that yeah like uh for lightsabers you have flashlights or oh yeah we had some of the balloons was yeah really good. Ky- our, our buddy uh kyle and his sister kayla uh, were dressed up as kylo and finn mm-hmm. and you know <laughs> they had all this like they were all anxious to like be posing with their lightsabers the entire time but they couldn't. So luckily, there was somebody inside the con making balloon swords for little pirates, yeah. like little kids. And they <laughs> said, "Hey, can we have some?" And they made them like little. It looked like a it looked pretty cool. It looked yeah. like a actually for especially for Kylo, Kylo Ren, Ren that it's his a little, little cross hilt, thing, yeah, yeah help thing. So people were creative. <laughs> I think there was one person that was like Edward Scissorhands, but they couldn't bring their scissor hands in. Oh, really? So they they found sporks in the uh, in the. Uh, snack area so okay. they were edward spark hands nice. so again it was just funny stuff a lot of people were able to to because you could not even bring in like a cardboard yeah. gun or sword or whatever it was exactly. just all banned so despite all of that I, it was nice to see that that people had a good time and 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 we did too it was, it was a you know phoenix comic-con is a very busy place mm-hmm. Lots uh, of it's one of one of the bigger cons out there i think it, in recent years it's been uh uh bigger than uh when it comes to population of sliced people bread. it's bigger than sliced bread no it's it's bigger <laughs> population than uh dragon con too so oh, dragon okay. con is one of the bigger cons and it's been getting bigger than that so there we go so a lot of fun with that, but since we were talking about Comic-Con and everything, and that was on our minds, we figured we might as well talk about uh, Animaniacs comic, comic book. On oh, comic on this podcast. Comic on. <laughs> yeah, good job, Nathan. Thank you. So we are going to be discussing uh, Animaniacs issue number two, which was re- uh, has a cover date of June of 1995, published by DC Comics. Animaniacs, here we go. I got it in my hands. Yes. That's real paper right, sound right there. There we Good go. Fully. There we go. <laughs> Put that on the soundtrack album. <laughs> uh, so, just overall, Nathan, what do you think of this issue? It's uh, It has three different segments in it. Yes, just but one seemed very familiar. It's very true. <laughs> we'll get to that. I think we'll be able to breeze through that segment pretty quickly. Um, yeah. Let's talk about the cover here, though, real quickly, because there, yeah, there is some... I just saw another uh, little hidden... Uh, Mickey. 
hidden, well, sort of in oh, this, okay. <laughs> in this, uh, not Mickey, but a hidden animation reference in this uh, cover right here. So on the cover, you have uh, Yakko, Wacko, and Dot. Uh, I, I suppose they're, they're supposed to be in Hollywood. I, yeah, they're in Hollywood because they're the Hollywood Walk of Fame. They're mm-hmm. walking down it, and they're all in different costumes. Uh, Yakko has uh, he's has his ears tied behind his head and mm-hmm. glasses down around it's his like nose. Like an agent kind of. Yeah, thing. he looks like an agent to me. He almost looks like Steven Seagal or something. Mm-hmm. He has a cell phone in his hand. He's wearing a power tie, but it's an Acme power tie, so it has a little like plug that you can plug yeah, into the wall. Nowadays, you can get a battery operated. So. <laughs> exactly. That li- those little lithium-ion <laughs> batteries. So much more convenient. Uh, Wacko's uh, dressed up as a uh, uh, cowboy. That's the word for it. Yeah. And, <laughs> what, are <those laughs> what are those things that ride the horse? Um, and then uh, Dot is uh, wearing kind of like a spa thing. She has a towel on her head and cucumbers on her eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, holding a 14-karat gold uh, water bottle. So there you go. And then on the on the floor of the Walk of Fame, one of the stars has Slappy Squirrel on it. Uh, the, that star has gum on it, unfortunately. Oh. Uh, and then they're saying, Yakko's saying, Hey, babe, join us at the ranch, a fancy schmancy Hollywood health spa. Wacko says, Health spa? And Dot says, you really have to start coming to rehearsal. So, you know, kind of a cute thing. I don't, I'm not a real fan of the colors of this. I don't really like oranges and yellows. It's a lot of, yeah. it's like the sun, I don't know. It's a know. sunset. It's a sunset thing, thing so. but I don't really like the colors of it. But I just noticed in the background on the street, they are on the intersection of Jones and Avery. you have any idea who that is? Chuck Avery. Tex Avery? Tex yeah. Avery. Tex Avery and? I don't know. The other Chuck person. Jones. You said Chuck, Chuck Avery. There we go. Yeah. Chuck Avery. <laughs> uh, yeah, Chuck Jones and, and Tex Avery uh, right there. So that's kind of a cool uh, little hidden gem. It's right right in the upper left-hand corner. Pretty cool. Well, um, opening up the, the comic right here. First of all, ooh, a little uh, advertisement here for... Warlock, the video game, available on Super Nintendo and Genesis. (laughs) Hope you all enjoyed that video game. Beware the ultimate evil. Ooh. Anyway. (laughs) So the first one is Animaniacs in Ranch Lotta Doe. Nathan, what can you tell us? What basically happens here in this comic book here? So the Animaniacs are feeling tired and they just need some relaxing, I guess. They need to take a vacation, so they decide to go to Rancho Relaxo or the Animaniacs version. (laughs) Yes, not Not Uh, the Simpsons version. (laughs) But uh, when they get there, they're mistaken for employees. Mm -hmm. So they end up uh, kind of wrecking havoc, uh, semi way um at least at first it seems like they're doing a terrible job but as it goes it ends up that the people actually really like what the animaniacs are doing to them and they end up opening up like basically a new place and uh i guess that's yeah they they kind of change the 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 place here the rancho uh what is this called rancho relaxo no it's not well rancho relaxo from the (laughs) simpsons this is called uh, they, they, they saved up all their money. They had cute money saved up from uh, girl, the, how say girls, from old ladies. Well, they're girls. They're old girls. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> pinching their cheeks because yeah. they're so cute. And they are going to, Nathan, it's called Ranch Lotta Doe, of course. Ranch Lotta Doe. Because <laughs> uh, it costs so much money. Y- yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, so, you know, there's some... You know, kind of ironic things in this in this uh, particular one. They when they go to the ranch, first of all, everyone has a cell phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's funny that you know every rich person 
you know, has a cell phone. In fact, they're having the kind of like therapy ses- sessions for their uh, cell phone use. Uh, in fact, one guy, I'm like looking, it's it's a uh, in this panel that is almost like a Where's Waldo. Yeah, that's what I like stuff. about that one because it's yeah, can... lots of different people doing lots of different things in this spa uh, all at the same time. This guy is standing. Or sitting right next to a landline, but of course he has his cell phone. Uh-huh. It's like how ironic, and it looks like uh, a it's chicken, chicken boo. Chicken kinda. boo. He's not colored correctly, but one yeah, is maybe it's... he's pretty pale. But maybe that's because he's he, that's why he's getting a tan right now. He's maybe. he's laying in the sun on or a cell phone. Or maybe just a relative of chicken boo. Or that's something. true. You never know. <laughs> chicken boo would not be talking very well like into his phone. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> it reminded me here when all these cell phones. It reminded me of going out to like uh, our grandfather used to. He, not many people used to have cell phones, you know, back in the nineties. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was like right now everyone has a cell phone, and this seeing this kind of a a panel would not be so funny. But back in the early nineties, you know, a if you had a cell phone, you would be rich, yeah. and and you would be kind of mocked upon, like huh, they're talking all the time. Who do they have to talk to? Yeah, <laughs> why can't you wait till you get home? Home, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little did we know. Well, now we don't talk on cell phones anyway. Exactly. Now we just text and play apps on our phone all the time. And so even then, this panel would still be outdated because we don't talk on phones anymore. (laughs) Um, We check Facebook statuses and all that jazz. Um, But the main um, foil, I guess you could say, of the Animaniacs, and here's the guy who's running the the spa, and his name is Ken. Ken. Mm-hmm. And Dot kind of has a love-hate relationship with this guy. She <laughs> at some point says she despises Ken, and every time, and other time she's making kissy faces at him because he's uh, he's like he's a big, muscular, blonde guy. You yeah, know? seems like he could be her type. <laughs> but they all are given different jobs in this, right? So Dot has to work at the mud spa, and Yakko works at the kitchen, and. Uh, Wacko works at the Zen room. Mm-hmm. So basically, they each do their jobs and they do a horrible job. Dot pushes yeah. somebody into cold water. Puts saying, a watermelon and some cucumbers yes, on their eyes. They ran out of cucumbers in the kitchen. So instead of putting cucumbers on her eyes, they put an entire watermelon, just kind of dump it on her, you know, put her on this woman's face. Yeah. Uh, she's kind of like suffocating. She's going, hum, hum, hum. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, they go into the kitchen. And they run out of salad, so mm-hmm. what they decide to do is take the seaweed um, that's left over from the spa. Yeah, the seaweed spa stuff. Like, yeah, they make special seaweed food. Yeah, they make seaweed salad and seaweed the cocktails and seaweed like ice cream. Things. Yeah, just they're spreading it on bread, everything, and and uh, <laughs> so and then of course Wacko at. You know, is doing the Zen room. He's the only one who's actually doing a very good job. Yeah, he's actually doing pretty good. They're like, all it looks like he's actually trying. Yeah, he's he is being very Zen. Uh, you know, they're all have their legs crossed on the floor in their uh, in their robes, and but then Yakko and Dot uh, crash into the building dressed as clowns, and they dress up everyone up as clowns, hit them on the head with mallets <laughs> because they say everyone go to sleep now, and. But somehow this works. I mean, people think this is hilarious. They start doing, uh, what is this called when you do the... the uh, uh, limbo. Limbo, yes. The limbo stick. And all everyone started, they're dressed up as clowns and they're laughing and they think this is great. Ken, of course, says you've ruined everything. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they haven't ruined anything. Like Nathan said. Yep. 
everyone likes it, and everyone's like, teach us more. And... Best spa treatment they've ever been uh, privy to, I yeah. guess. So. so at the very last panel, it shows the Animaniacs, or the Warners, in their mud baths, just chilling, while Ken is busy giving sea spray specials to everyone, which is a sea spray special. is just a seaweed cocktail. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. It's, it's a pretty cute cartoon. What do you yeah. think, Nathan? Oh. I think it works really well as a comic. I don't know how... Like, I think it works better as a comic than it would as a cartoon, just because you have those uh-huh. where you can see all these werewolves, Waldo kind of things. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, that's true. It, it does visually work... Well, I, I, I think you could. If you I did some panning shots and stuff like that's that... That's true. I think you could do, especially if you did quick shots of, of the funniest like things of uh, people using stuff on the cell phones. This one's I, I really did like this. I yeah. thought it had it was good kind of the anime. It had a good beginning, middle, and end to it. Mm-hmm. The the you know the Warners had a problem. They are stressed out and they they think they have wrinkles under their eyes. Uh, this is the I find this odd that the comic is very much into at least these first two issues were very much into these the Warners are old. <laughs> like they've been around since this in the 1930s and they know all these people throughout uh, history. Uh, yep. So for this is the second one where they're like, yeah, we are old and now we have wrinkles under our eyes versus <laughs> the comp the cartoon that is the show just kind of focuses on, well, they're just kind of kids and they're just, yeah, yeah, they did stuff in the past, but who cares about that? Let's talk about what they're doing now. <laughs> um, I think it could work. I think it could work. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, now the second, we're we're gonna go through the middle one here <laughs> pretty fast, pretty quickly. Because it. if you want to uh, actually see a full review of this plot line, you should probably listen to a previous but, episode, episode two, yeah, I, think I think it was. was. Episode two. Uh, it is Pinky in the Brain in Win Big, and in this one it says writer Peter Hastings. So there you go, based off of the actual uh, <laughs> television script, we have. A retelling or a novelization or whatever you want yeah. to call it uh, of the cartoon Win Big. Uh, this is the cartoon where Pinky and the Brain were going on Jip parody, and they got into, you know the brain gets into a giant uh, suit, a robotic suit, mm-hmm. and they go down. Of course, the last, the final Jip parody question is, you know, who said bang zoom right in the kisser, and yep. he says Pinky. And, they lose everything. It wasn't Pinky. It, it was, was Ralph, Ralph Cramden. 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 Ralph Cramden. Stop <laughs> yeah, it. <laughs> um, really not too much to say about this. In fact, I kind of just skim through this one, to be honest. Yeah, because this... as soon as I saw that it was the same, I was like, okay, let me just look at the pictures and kind of move on. Yeah, I'm sure there's some slight variations to words and, you know, I'm sure it's... But I, I did not noticeable. There's nothing that I'm like, oh, like he's still called, you know, Brian and everything. Yeah, I mean the 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 one thing I think that's really good about this is the the uh, pictures, the art, the the artistry here is very mm-hmm. good. There's a there's a particular frame right here at the top of page eighteen, right here, where Pinky is amazed at how much money they'll win ninety nine thousand dollars. Yeah. He's holding his head. He just looks so like shocked. Like, wow, that, that's a really good picture of Pinky right there. So, really, if you, uh, I suppose, the one thing I take from this is, yeah, if you want to see like some good, you know, drawings of Pinky and the Brain, especially yeah. in the close-ups, then yeah, good stuff. Uh, Alex Quebec looks a lot more like Alex Trebek. I don't remember him looking 
like this oh, in, yeah. the, in the cartoon show. Very well drawn there. Yeah, he just looks he looks like Alex Trebek right there. So or Alec Trebek or I don't know, Mr. Trebek. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there you go. That's win big. It's the same plot. It's yeah. But at the very end, right here, we do have one more mm-hmm. uh, Animaniacs uh, section, and it's called Animaniacs in Tower Trouble. Nathan, what basically happens here in Tower Trouble? So, like, it's kind of this weird, like, jumping back. Like, you start off at the end of the episode. Yeah. And, like, you want to know how we got here? Well, this is how it happened. And it's basically, like, uh, a whole movie's being destroyed and some other things are happening. But a giant shark is basically... Yeah, they start off with a flashback. They say, here's, like, yeah. a giant shark is being written by Wacko and Yakko, and Dot it's is... kind of like a free willy kind of thing. Yeah, because I actually thought people. it was a killer whale. I th- I didn't think it was a shark, because it looks... colored like a... It's colored like a killer like whale. So, or, yeah, orca. Whatever. So, basically, <laughs> uh, the, there's a plumber that comes to the Warner Brothers Tower to check out the water pressures, and uh, he ends up uh, changing some dials and... All the Warners get flushed down the tubes, basically, and they're going all over Hollywood and messing up some of the sets and things, I guess, is it's a lot of it. It's kind of a weird, like, I guess the plumber is the bad guy in this. Yeah, it's there like... really is no bad guy. Well, I guess the plumber kind of is, because the plumber is being told that he has to fill up the water mm-hmm. for, like, a movie city. Two different uh, movies are going on that And they want to make sure there's enough water. water. Right, so he goes to where the water would be, which of course is the water tower. Mm-hmm. And Ralph doesn't really tell him that that water tower isn't used for water. Yeah, it's used for all this other stuff. Basically, the plumber turns some faucets on the bottom of the water tower, and it like sucks the Warners into the pipes. Is what I got from this. Mm-hmm. And then they get ejected out into different parts of the studio. Where they cause havoc on the sets of wherever yeah, they like happen to be. Yeah, like singing in the rain and yeah, okay, yeah, a woman doing singing in the rain. It's the remake. It's, it's the yeah. La La Land uh, singing in the singing rain, in the rain kind of thing. <laughs> and then yeah, I was guessing it was uh, supposed to be uh, Free Willy, but I, I mean, I don't know what the the whole shark thing. I don't know what. Movie yeah, because it was it's not really referencing Jaws that no. much. I mean, this would be around the time of Free Willy, so I, I suppose that's the kind of image they're trying to to pull right there because it is a black and white shark. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like I, again, I don't even know why they decided to make it a shark and, and not just an <laughs> orca. But at the at the very end, it looks like the entire. I mean, the entire place is flooded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the water um, tower explodes with water, so there's a whole... Yeah, um, the, the entire titan. studio is, like, under, you know, 50 feet of water at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so somehow it's all dry. Again, one of the things about this one's hard to describe is that it's mostly visual stuff. Yeah. Right? It's mostly them just, you know, zooming from panel to panel to panel, like, well, wash over here, and then we wash over there. Yeah. And there's, like, things where they're they're holding the panels up. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's leaking. It's leaking, right. Like, hold up the, the panel. panel yeah. Like, it, so, I mean, I suppose really the thing that, you know, you have to, you know, look at this to to really <laughs> get the most out of it. But that's the, the basic plot. I mean, at the end of it, the plumber isn't. 
inspired, is he? I mean, he's he's, he's working his... like in the desert or something. Oh, you know? that's it's... right. He's not fired. He's just given a new job. He's wor- he's given a job. He's raking by, the desert by Mister Plots. That is, yeah. Which, of course, reminds me of Spaceballs. Yeah, he's just combing the desert, combing the desert yeah. with a little fork or something, or like a little Zen garden with a little rake. Uh, yeah, there you go. It, I don't know. This one was okay. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I, I, it's I, like the, the it's not a cohere like I don't know. Uh, not a coherent like plot to it. I yeah. Don't think. So it's just kind of hard to follow. Yeah, we're not coherent. This is not cohesive. I cohesive. Think. That's yes. the word. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I don't know if it could work. I, it, it might, but uh, it I, just depends on how they could taint. It, this one weighs very heavily on being visually interesting. So if they did yeah. kind of like. Uh, water swipes from one thing to the other, perhaps. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I can't really see this one storyboarding-wise being changed into a cartoon. But I, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. I'm... Well, we'll see if we'll see if these Animaniacs reboots come out or anything like that. Maybe, who knows? They could this go back be to... the first episode. Yeah, oh, gosh, no. <laughs> I would not suggest that. <laughs> to... um, oh, yeah, and look at the back of the cover right here. True we have... Lies. True Lies to the video game with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, yeah. yeah, there you go. Cool stuff. What do you, What would you say? Out of five water towers, how many water towers would you give this issue? Number two, Nathan. Um... Three, I guess. Three? Three. I like that first segment, and uh, the second segment would be great if I hadn't already seen it before in the cartoon. <laughs> it is so. proof, though, that these can be turned into a cartoon, yeah, because exactly. they can be turned from the cartoon to into a comic. A comic so. uh, and then the last one was just okay, I guess. Yeah, right? it was just kind of like not memorable either. Yeah. yeah. I'll give it three as well. It's a good solid issue. Uh, I, I particularly liked the, the first part. Um, quite a bit. A lot of I think it was good because the the Animaniacs in that uh, in the ranch one. There's a lot of stuff going on in the in the background and the foreground, and overall, it's just kind of a, a commentary on you know people thinking they need the best water and the you know it's kind of it's poking fun at the elite, which is something that yeah the Animaniacs take that one percent yeah there you go <laughs> they're taking because a lot of yeah they're 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 doing things like. They're making fun of show business and stuff like, yeah. Uh, oh, I, I, I'm shocked that you didn't win that Oscar. And <laughs> you're 40. You look 19. They're tra- They're at this ca- at this uh, spa. They're training people to say these complimentary things. Yeah. Overall, nice issue. You can check it out uh, in your used comic section of your comic store. You yeah. can uh, buy it online. Of course, you can uh, probably see some scans on it of it as well online. So. It's out there if you want to check it out, folks. And uh, I, I would. I'd give it a check. Uh, try. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's go ahead and wrap up this special comic episode of the Animating Cast. And we will see you next week with... Uh, it's going to be Christmas in June. Ooh. Christmas in not July, but in June. Yeah. Uh, Can't we're going to get that right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're going to start our Christmas episode reviews. Yes. So check it out, and we will see you next weekend for Nathan and Kelly, who's not here. This is Joey saying <laughs> good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. 
This podcast is not endorsed by Warner Brothers or Amblin Entertainment and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Animaniacs, the Warner Brothers logo, all names, pictures, and sounds of the Animaniacs characters or any other Animaniacs-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Warner Brothers, Amblin Entertainment, or their respective trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of the Animaniacast unless otherwise indicated.